What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in. This is the Red Rock Sports Podcast. Going to be a little bit of a different show today here. Uh, we did a full recording yesterday, and due to some technical difficulties, we were not able to get that show uploaded for your entertainment. So, unfortunately, was not able to get the whole crew back together. Uh, as we've mentioned to, to everyone before, we're all getting ready to head out to Vegas. Some of us are, are already making it out that way. So, I am joined by esteemed guest. Tyler Walgy is going to help me fill the gap here this week. The guest. I'm the guest. Tyler, yes. Uh, the you, know, guest. You, know yes. you know what sucks, too? Is, is let, Let's be honest to everyone. I filled in yesterday for, for soaps. I want credit for that because producer Nick was out. I filled in. And I, I guess it's just that he's such a legitimate pro. And I come in. It's tough shoes to fill, right? I get overwhelmed sometimes. And it was probably my fault yesterday. So I'll take responsibility for it. But uh, we, did an enti- we did like an hour and a half show. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. A longer one than normal. Like, it was in-depth. It was intense. So, so I know we're going to get to the Super Bowl. We have our... Yeah, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, it's just tough to recreate that magic. We, so we, we, have our, uh, we have our Super Bowl bets. We have our Thrive Fantasy bets. And we've got a lot for the Super right. Bowl. But did you hear about Russell Wilson? We yes. have to start his, with his, this. his charity, right? Yeah. This is what you're talking about? Yes. Okay, I just I got a text, okay, and I'm just gonna read you, and this is probably unprofessional. I'm just gonna read the text, group group text with some guys at my office, and I just get the text that says Russell Wilson's charity is a scam. There's a report coming in that only 25% of the donations were going to charity and the rest are going to people's salaries. Yeah. And again, I, disclaimer, this is not, I have not vetted this, the, the accuracy of it, but you coming and telling me this, Tyler, tells me that somebody was onto something so, here. So I, I, it was a USA Today report and they went through the tax filings. They went through the public tax records and that's where they found. And it was like, and this wasn't just this year. This goes back like like three or four years. Now again, I don't have all the details or facts either, but it goes back like like 2019. They don't. It was like 23 percent. 2020, like 25 percent. 20, uh, 21, 32 percent. 2022, 28 percent. So year after year, very small. And and the thing that's so, so weird about this is he preaches his charity all the time. He's always about the foundation sure. and all that. So it's like, well, I, I, I do have to ask this though, uh, completely naive to how charities work. Um, for those who don't know, I'm not a very good human being. Okay. I don't <laughs> you're do not, you're not filling charitable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but, but, uh, is that not normal? I mean, obviously Look, somebody's got to pay for the salaries of the people that are part of the It's usually not that low. I think it's flipped. Okay. I think it's usually like seventy five percent or so. Not gotcha. just my my thoughts, my speculation, but it's it's not usually that low. You know what this reminds me of? For our uh, older fans or our fans who listen to Seinfeld or watch uh, Seinfeld, the Human Fund. Sure. This is George's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this well, is George's Human Fund. Money for people. Well, my my initial thought went to something that's a little more relevant to today's times, and yes. that's. South Park. I went immediately to South Park. Like, how has <laughs> South Park not done an episode? And I assure you, there will be a South Park yeah, no episode kidding. coming out after no this. No kidding. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, see your thoughts on that. There's still a lot that has to come out. We're not going to jump to conclusions. I'm sure the guys are going to cover it next week, but I thought that was pretty intense. And you know the best part, Tyler, for all of us in the media side of things? We get a whole off season to dive into this to figure <laughs> out the legitimacy of these accusations. Uh, this no, is not going to go away quietly. From a sports betting point of view, and just an output of the Broncos' success, this is a huge distraction. So for Broncos fans, better get it out of the way in February, 
rather than, you know, training camp or even the beginning of next season. So hopefully this is all water under the bridge. Hopefully this is all money under the uh, charity at that point. But I guess we'll we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. We will yeah. find out. Well, as Tyler mentioned, this is a Super Bowl special episode, so we're going to give out some fun uh, prop bets. I know that's something that Tyler, every once in, once in every year, likes to kind of take off his professional betting hat and join the rest of us amateurs making ridiculous yes. fun bets. Yep, the ams uh, so eating yams. That's what, I, that's what I say on, that, uh, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's all the amateurs betting. I, I call it the ams eating yams. All right, I like that. I just made that up, actually. That's that's top of the head right there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, before we get to the fun stuff, let's do talk a little bit about, believe it or not, there is a football game. I don't know Ah, if you were aware, there's mm. actually a football game being played. Really? I thought Uh, thought what was going to happen is they're going to do a coin toss, then sing the national anthem, and then Rihanna's going to perform, then they're going to dump uh, Gatorade on the coach's head, and then we get to leave, right? There's no game involved. Well, I thought it was all just pregame for the Puppy Bowl. Mm, it was actually what mm, I thought. I yes. thought this was all just like the you know the pregame show for the Puppy Bowl. Um, God, I love we the are going to break down the football game, not the Puppy Bowl. I don't have any hot takes for the Puppy Bowl. Do you? Have, <laughs> I should ask you, Tyler. Do you have any hot takes, or will no, you be putting any bets no. out for? <laughs> <laughs> puppy bowl <laughs> dude i haven't seen puppy bowl bets i usually make those i haven't seen them this year i think they're probably gotten they're getting beat up they're too exposed yeah, in puppy bowl bets. <laughs> <laughs> not enough sharpness going on in there uh so currently as we sit and correct me if i'm wrong it, it's tuesday or excuse me it's wednesday uh february 8th uh philadelphia sitting at minus one and a half in most sports books is that what you're seeing tyler y- yeah it, it's rock solid it's not moving that's what it's at right not now. not moving at, at this point yeah what are your how are you feeling how do you feel about that that line, so, Philly minus one and a half. So the, the line actually opened up. The opening line was Kansas City minus two and a half, which shows you where the uh, sports books and the bookmakers, the odds makers heads were at. And then it quickly flipped to uh, Philadelphia, the favorite at two and a half, and then evened out a little bit at one and a half. Uh, my thoughts are uh, I'm actually on Kansas City. I have a bet on Kansas City plus one and a half. It's my best bet of the Super Bowl. And the reason is kind of nuanced, but uh, – I have my personal line, what I think this game should be, Kansas City minus one and a half. So it's as simple as I've got some value, right? For me, being a, a sports better, it's about the numbers, not the teams. So I don't go into this game and say, all right, well, I think Philadelphia's going to win, or I think Kansas City's going to win. It's, okay, what's my line, Kansas City minus one and a half, and what's the line in the market? Well, Kansas City's plus one and a half, so there's some value. If this were, let's say, Kansas City minus two and a half or three, you better believe I'd be on Philadelphia plus two and a half or three, but I don't see the value. I'm on Kansas City, and uh, I think for a couple of reasons, which I'm sure we'll dive into quickly here, but um, I, just, I just think they're underrated in a couple areas being overlooked, and I just think Philadelphia is just slightly overrated in a couple areas that is being uh, magnified, so that's what I think. Well, for the sake of the audience, I'd love to disagree with you, but but I'm there with you. I, I'm on Kansas City as well, and a lot for me, it, it kind of comes down to uh, compiling of circumstances, right? You look at, at Kansas City. This is a team, when you look at the core of this team, the coaching staff, the, the, the key players offensively, defensively, they've been there before. I mean, this is year after year after year. They're playing in big games, big moments. It's starting to get to the point uh, that I feel with like Nick Saban in college football that I felt when it was Brady and Belichick, you just don't bet against them, right? You put them in a right. big game. You have to believe they're going to come out and perform. I, I do think that the the injury, the ankle injury uh, for Mahomes, as well as Travis Kelsey's back injury was 
completely overblown. I think what we saw last week was how effective Patrick Mahomes is as a passer. Like we all forgot that he's the best throwing quarterback in the NFL as well. Um, so, and then I think we saw in certain moments when he needs to, he can still run. You got another two weeks for him to recover. You have to think he's going to be pretty healthy. And then on the, the, the Eagle side of it, this is a team that the exact opposite of what I just said, right? The core of this team, I get they just won a Super Bowl four or five years ago, but the most of this team, there are very few players on this team that were a part of that previous Super Bowl. So Nick Sirianni, head coach, never been there before. Jalen Hurts, quarterback, never been there before. And on top of that, this is a team that all throughout the regular season really wasn't tested. All throughout the playoffs, they have had a cakewalk to the Super Bowl here. And, and that's tough. That's not to say that they won't prove themselves once tested, but when I haven't seen them tested, I have a hard time buying into and betting on a team as a favorite well, that seems a to my mind I mean, that hasn't been tested. A couple of things. And, and part of me saying that the reason why I'm betting the numbers and all that stuff I like Philly. Philly's a good team. I don't have the negative things to say. And I feel like it's a habit a lot of times with what you're doing right now, which which is common. But what people do will, they'll pick a side, and then they'll find all this great reasons, about the, and then all the negatives for the side they're going against. Philadelphia's a good team. Let's not forget that, that, yes, they have an easy schedule, or at least perceived by the data people, but they've taken care of business. They've won by a lot. They've covered. So it's one thing having an easy schedule, winning 21-20, 17-16, 13-10, or what the Philadelphia Eagles have done and just steamrolled everyone. So, yes, the easy schedule. Have they been tested? Maybe not as much, but they've done everything that a good team's expected to do in those situations. So, look, I'm not this is for me personally. This isn't a huge negative Philadelphia thing. I think they've got a great team, great staff, great, but it's just not that they're facing an all time team with an all time staff. And I just think that it's, it's funny. Public money doesn't drive. A lot, ever. If you hear ESPN or Fox Sports, oh, public money. Who's the public on the public? It doesn't matter who the public's on unless the public's moving the line. And the public very well be, very well maybe, moving lines in this Super Bowl because 67% of public money is coming in on the, the Eagles. If you look at like a, a BetMGM, they release their uh, map of the United States. In every state where they're legal, they had a graphic of either Kansas City or Philadelphia. I think Phil, I think MGM is legal in like 30 states or so, maybe 35. I mean, maybe around 30. I think it's it's not that many. But two of however many states are legal have the majority of money on Kansas City. Every other state, money is pouring in on the Eagles. Everyone's betting the Eagles for these narratives that I don't think are necessarily completely wrong, but I just think they're a little bit overblown. So that's my whole thing. Everyone's just so fixated on Philadelphia, that defense, Son Reddick. And, and, and the lack of Kansas City being dominant, right? A lot of people are saying, Kansas City shouldn't even be here. The referees helped him out. Joe Burrow and Cincinnati should have beaten him. So the rhetoric and the narrative right now is what I'm going against. And I believe that rhetoric and narrative is driving this price, or at least keeping this price from Pickham, if not Kansas City being the favorite. So this will be my first year being in Vegas for the Super Bowl. You've been going oh, for you're gonna have a good time. Cl- gosh, close to a decade, right? I was, so, so actually, you, before we talked about this before, this is going to be my eighth year or my eighth uh, Super Bowl there. We Bowl. missed 2021 because of COVID. Uh, so we started going in 2015. And then the second year we went was the Broncos and the Panthers. As a matter of fact, the first year we went, I think it was the, was 2015 the comeback, the 28-3 comeback? Yeah, you know what? I'd have to look it up. I'm I looking it up right now. So let's thing. see. Yeah. 2015 Super Bowl. Oh, no. This was. New- oh, you know what this was? This was New England, Seattle, where Malcolm Butler inter- intercepted oh. it on the goal line. 
That yes, was the first time I was in Vegas for the Super wow. Bowl. Oh my God, that would have been incredible nuts, to see dude. that. It was nuts. And, and I, had on, uh, yeah. I had money on. I had money on the Patriots, and so that happened. And I'm just going oh, nuts wow. because but let's just let the audience yeah. know. Uh, Woo's Media. Let's say Woo's Media. I wish they were sponsoring the, the vacation, but Woo's Media. We're taking the, all the employees out, or at least they're all going out to uh, Vegas for the Super Bowl. And uh, I've been going for a while, but the party, the actual Super Bowl party, all you can eat, all you can drink. All day long, it's a little dangerous. So, dark, so by the dark. end of the game, there there's some some cheering going on. Yes, not the most. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some cheering. So going okay, on. so I need I need to know. Uh, both uh, Chiefs fans and Eagles fans are known for being uh, bold, but being uh, a little bit uh, rowdy. Yes, yes, rowdy. Yes. W- who's worse? You've seen both of these so teams he, win okay. a Super Bowl so while do, you're right, in Vegas. I've got who's an opinion worse? on this. Okay, so. First of all, I don't want to generalize, but I'm going to. That's exactly what we're going to do right now, right? You don't want to generalize an entire fan base based on one table of eight people, but that's what I'm going to do. So even though I'm going to be going for Kansas City, the last time Kansas City was in it, there were a bunch of drunk assholes next to our table. And oh, no, it was the second to last time Kansas City was in it because they won it. Dude, these guys, like amateurs, like, you know, they say some people can't handle Vegas. They flip their table over. Made a mess. Oh. Everything went everywhere. It's like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, somebody's got to clean that dude, up. It's fucking amateur hour when shit like that happens. So, you know, I've seen the worst of all the fan bases, and I would say Kansas City is a little bit outrageous. You know, look, they're pent up. They're in Kansas City. Not a whole lot to do there. They finally get out to the big city. Their team wins it, but it's not an excuse to act like an idiot. So, uh, see, that does surprise me because yeah. I would have thought the Eagles would well, be the ones here, that have a reputation. Just annoying, dude. They're so E A G L E S. They don't have. They don't say anything else. They. They just chant E-A-G-L-E-S over and over. It's like, wow, you guys can spell five-letter words. Congratulations. So they're just, they're not, they're harmless, but they're so annoying, bro. So that's the thing with the two fan bases. But but again, am I generalizing? Of course I am. Uh, the worst fan base, I will say, of all the years I've been going, the by far the worst, uh, Seattle Seahawks. These fans are entitled. Yeah, doesn't surprise they're me. loud. They're belligerent. Like, Dude, the Seahawks fans consistently are the ones who let me down in terms of know how to act in public. So they're, they're new money, right? They're new money. They <laughs> were a team rich. that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now all of a sudden their team got good and they're the best in the world. And, and By the way, but, I have but, some thoughts on the whole 12th man thing. Is there a more BS slogan than the 12th man? You know when they're loud? When Seattle's good and they have a good team. And then everyone's 12th man. 12th. Where was the 12th man this year? Or like whenever they're 7-9 and nine yep. under Pete Carroll. It's only when they're good. Oh, it's so yep. loud, so tough to play. It's like, what? That's yeah, and they turned on that team real yeah. quickly last <laughs> yeah, year yeah. when they were bad, when they were bad. Okay, okay, I'm still holding you off on your, mm. your fun prop bets. Before we do that, we're going to give out, even though the whole team isn't here, I do still have Connor's Thrive Fantasy Best Bets. And for those of you who have been following us all, uh, really the last year and a half we've been promoting, Thrive Fantasy has been our sponsor. And what we do each and every week, we give out our best bets. Typically, these are single bets that we're giving out as a part of the contest. One of the things we've never really touched on with Thrive fantasy is the parlays and that really is the best side of thrive fantasy when it comes to payout and everything that you can do if you're on the app first of all if you don't have the app go download it now pause this download it thrive fantasy okay when you sign up use our promo code red that's red they'll match whatever you put in there up to 100 super easy start there then when you're on the app you'll see in the top left corner it says house props okay you want to click that you are now in their parlay betting screen okay so we're going to make 
what we're going to do for our show today, we're going to each make our own Super Bowl parlay. The only real restriction in on, on Thrive Fantasy is you have to have at least one guy from each team. You can't bet all Chiefs okay. or all Eagles. You have to have at least one for each team. So uh, I have mine. I have Connors. And Tyler, you have yours still as well. I didn't yes. write yours down from last. Okay, you got yours as well. So I'm going to start with mine, okay? So for me, I like... What I've seen so far in this playoffs from Isaiah Pacheco, okay? He has been absolutely on fire. They're leaning on him in ways that, you know, gives me an indication that he is going to be rather effective for them in the Super Bowl. His over-under on total yards, this is rushing plus receiving, is 69.5. I am taking the over on Isaiah Pacheco's total yards. And then I'm going out a little bit on a limb here. Ooh. I'm going to take the under on Jalen Hurts rushing at 50 and a half. Did some research, went back. You look at even with the success. He was very successful running last week or two weeks ago in the championship game. Still only had 39 yards, okay? He's only averaging about that. And this is a guy that I think... I think the Chiefs are smart enough, well-coached enough to understand that is the most effective way for the Eagles' offense to beat him is allowing Jalen Hurts to run. So I think they do everything they can, keep him in the pocket, prevent him from running. So I'm taking my parlay, Isaiah Pacheco over 69.5, Jalen Hurts under 50.5. Nice. What do you got, Tyler? Uh, I'm going Isaiah Pacheco also, but just specifically receiving yards. I think he has over 15.5 receiving yards. Uh, I think that both these teams are going to pass to the running backs more than average. I think they're going to use the pa- the short passing game as an extension of the running game. So that's kind of my my uh, my handicap for both these. Uh, my second one is going to be Miles Sanders over four and a half receiving yards. Now Miles Sanders does not do this in the offense. His role is not to catch the ball out of the backfield. But again, in the Super Bowl, you're going to see weird things. You're going to Kevin Stefanski knows the Chiefs know. That he doesn't run, that he doesn't catch football. So if they want to surprise him at any time, I think there's a higher chance that he's going to get a couple targets. We'll take Miles Sanders over four and a half receiving yards. Isaiah Pacheco over fifteen and a half receiving yards. Okay, and for Connor's picks, I gotta say I flat out disagree with one of these here. <laughs> First one he's got, and this is the one I just I flat out I almost took the opposite side of this. He's got Travis Kelsey over seventy nine and a half receiving yards and guys look i get it i get how good travis kelsey is especially in the playoffs his his playoffs i i saw some stats of like it's he's played 17 playoff games it's ridiculous he's got like 1400 yards in the playoffs unreal but you don't think the eagles know that who else are the chiefs going to be throwing to it's all going to be trying to funnel to them so they're going to put everything they're going to double him they're not going to let travis if, if i'm the eagles that's what i'm doing i'm not letting travis kelsey beat me so Connor's got the over. We'll see. Me not liking it probably means it's a great pick, okay? Uh, his his second leg of the parlay, he is going to take Jalen Hurts under one and a half passing touchdowns. So interesting one there. Interesting one there. One and a half under one and a half passing touchdowns. Of course, Nick Soaps was, was gone yesterday as well when we recorded, so we don't have any picks for him. But the key to this one, which I didn't state this when we recorded yesterday, but I want to make sure Connor, when he's listening back to this, understands the whole parlay has to hit. This isn't like, oh, you go one and one. This is a parlay. We're taking a parlay. You either hit or you don't hit. That's okay? how they work. You got to go two and That's how they work. All right. Without any further ado, I've drug it on long enough. Let's have some fun. What's What are some of your fun prop bets you got for the Super Bowl title fun, that you want to so, give out to the audience, fun, audience here? Let's be careful here because these are not bets that I count on winning. These are not positive expectation bets. These are for fun. I go to Vegas every year. 
as Jared mentioned, for the Super Bowl. And so I like to incorporate this money with my Vegas money. I go play a little craps, and I bet a little bit on the Super Bowl. So it's not like this is a serious money for me. But And I, frankly, you could do a lot more damage on the craps table in a couple exactly. hours. So, <laughs> so uh, I do have a couple, though, to give out that I like. I like over a half field goals in the first quarter. That's at minus 115. I think both uh, offenses get some yards in the first quarter early on. But due to the nerves shaking this a little bit and both defenses – uh, having a real good game plan and both offenses not wanting to lose the game early. I think that over a half first quarter field goals is good. I like the over for the longest pass to be 34 and a half yards. That's minus 110. I was surprised to see 34 and a half given the fact that both these teams like to go vertical. Yeah, I really like that. I saw something this week that Jalen Hurts was was one of, if not the best, deep ball passers in the NFL. Yeah, which people year, don't think so. of because Philadelphia is so yeah. good running the football. They actually like to go vertical as well. So I like the over 34 and a half there. And then this one's a little different. So uh, this one is a heavy VIG. Now, the other ones we're going to talk about, it's a light VIG, like bet one to win 100. But this one is minus 275. So not a lot of people like to bet this one. But I have uh, the no for will the last play of the first half be a quarterback rush? Now, people like to bet this because if it's a uh, quarterback kneel. But I just think that in the Super Bowl, you get those far less often. Because even if you get the ball back on your own 25 with like, 30 seconds to go in the Super Bowl. You may try a couple passes. You get some yards. You're not going to kneel it to end the first half. And given the fact that we got both Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes who are a little banged up going into this game, maybe you don't, instead of a quarterback kneel, just run the football, right, to, to end the half. Or maybe it's a, it's a running play, and then they let the play clock run out, right? So unless there's like 10 seconds left on the play clock and it makes no other sense, I think minus 275 is a good price there. So let's get to the fun stuff, right? That's all the normal bets. Let's get to the fun stuff. These are heavy payouts. These are ones where you can bet a little bit and win a lot. And Jared, we know everyone loves those, right? People love those. Okay, I'm going to give a couple Absolutely. out here. Especially for the Super Bowl. Any player to have one sack plus one interception. So they get an interception and get a sack. That's 10 to 1. Uh, I like 10 that. bucks yeah. wins 100. Not too bad. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Give me a DB getting a, getting a blitzing sack. Yeah, I like that. A.J. Brown, first touchdown scored, and A.J. Brown over 100 receiving yards is 16-1. to 1. So if you like A.J. Brown to get the ball and score first, 16-1, to 1, definitely not bad. All right, these are the real moneymakers, though. Jason Kelsey to score a touchdown. Okay, give me – no, hold on here. Okay, Jason first Kelsey ball, what is the line? 50-1. to 50-1. to 1. You got to give me a lot more odds than that. Okay, this is their starting center. You don't just pull your starting center out in the Super Bowl. Because think of the logistics here. They would have to bring up somebody else to snap the ball. That's a good point. In order to have him be an eligible receiver. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if he's a guard or a tackle, I'm I'm putting some money on that 50 to 1. But, you know, hey, but you know what? It is it is the the, the Kelsey brothers. So maybe, just maybe. How crazy would that out be? Of there. But yeah, 50 to 1. They're shortchanging you for sure. It should be a lot more than that. Um, <laughs> so let's see here. Another, a couple more fun ones. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, right? Gainwell's been a lot uh, in, in the news lately. Like how much is he going to be incorporated in the game plan? How much will he be uh, used? Gainwell to have a hundred uh, over hundred rushing yards and one touchdown is seventy five to one. So look, that's that's one sixty yard touchdown rush, and then he has a normal game, right? So yeah, that's not crazy. That really isn't because he he has gotten some look through this playoffs, and right. maybe the stats aren't there, but he's gotten some run. All right, these are comparison or these are uh, uh, parlay bets. They they combine several things to happen, and uh, you've got to hit that. So this one is 
Noah Gray to score the first touchdown, and Jack Stoll to score any time. That one pays 350 to 1. Okay, and you got to help me here. So Noah Gray is backup tight end for the Chiefs, and Stoll is for the Eagles? Stoll, yes. Okay. Noah Gray. Okay. Um, five bucks well, wins hey, 1750 both teams that like to run two tight end sets. All right, let's give just a couple uh, a couple more fun ones here. This one is the millionaire maker. If you put $1,000 on this, you win a million bucks. Patrick Mahomes to fumble on the final snap of the game, recovered by the Eagles, resulting in a game-winning touchdown for the Eagles. You put 1000 down the head, that hits, you win a million, Jared. That's my million maker. Could could you imagine hitting that bet? Can, can the, you imagine the, putting $1,000 down on the bet? You must be rich. You must not care at all about the money. Um, I might just go throw 10 bucks on it just for fun. Right. Okay, let's get to some uh, <laughs> other like well-known ones. The National Anthem has skyrocketed. It opened up two minutes, two seconds. Currently, two minutes, nine seconds. So that one is way up there. Um, I like this. And we Tyler, about this. yeah. I, I've tried to do some research into that. That's one of mine I typically bet. What I'm finding, I cannot find any video evidence that Chris Stapleton has, has ever sang the National he Anthem anyway. No, that's why. Usually I... that's what I'll do. I'll go look it up. See, it's usually pretty easy because they're usually pretty consistent within like a four or five second window right. to get it done. But when you have no evidence, that's a hard one. But 209, man, that's getting long. I, mean, I know. It's, it's, he is but a country he's a singer. singer so, he is a country singer. Yeah. And he he's can draw, draw that, that thing one out. out. Is he going to have a guitar? That's a key. Oh, I don't know. That's a good point. If he has a guitar, that the overs hit, man. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right, I like this one. The Andy Reid special. Will the words burger or cheeseburger be said by Andy Reid during the post-game interview? So is it illegal? I mean, I imagine we're still crossing a line for Andy Be- Andy Reid to make even ridiculous prop bets, right? I don't like, know. That's not le- I always wonder about this. Because like, if so not, why not throw? <laughs> yes, because I'm just saying he knows everyone's expecting him to say yeah. it. Regardless of whether he is putting a bet out, he knows everyone's expecting him to say it. So he's going to go one way or the other very deliberately. It will not be by accident. Let's put it that way. For sure. It will be very deliberately done one way or the other. Oh, and God. what do you got? Are you liking well, him to say so, it? So the yes. Remember, with all these, you want to look at the prices, right? It's not just yep. will they do it, will they not do it. You want to look at the price. And uh, the yes is actually plus 165. The no is only minus 220. I figured the no would be 10 to 1. So what this is saying is if he gets to that post-game press conference, he's probably going to say the word cheeseburger. So he's having a cheeseburger. Um, will the price of Bitcoin go up or down? That one's also fun. Uh, the number they they have can you bet on you can bet on the number of beers sold at the stadium and the number of hot dogs sold at the stadium. Right now, the over under is for beers one hundred and twenty thousand beers sold, and then for hot dogs uh, seventeen thousand hot dogs sold. Okay, so and I looked at the what, capacity. What is it's the like, name uh, of the stadium? Oh, you did. Okay, uh, I was just gonna go look. Oh no, you know I was looking up a different one. It's uh super. Yeah, let's look up the capacity here. Let's, well, let's say we're in the oh, it's, it's, it's a University of Phoenix Stadium or State State Farm Stadium. Let's see. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking we're probably sixty to eighty. So that's that's only an average of less than two beers a person. And you know, there's going to be a few people like the Red Rock Sports crowd that uh, we're going to crush about five or six of them throughout the course of the game. So I, I think I, I like I like the over. What what what's our price on that over, Tyler? Uh, the over is plus 120. Ooh. So, I, yeah, the capacity is 63,400. 
I believe in the alcoholism of America. <laughs> okay, so 120,000, and what did I say, 63,000? Let's say 64. So you're basically two beers a person. And not that many kids are there, right? You don't take you don't you don't pay that kind of money to take your kids to the Super Bowl, okay? Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing: is like in all businesses, the top like five percent are buying all the beers. So the top five percent of people are getting seven beers, right? So they're skewing the data here. So yeah, yes, right. I like the. Over Should we give one okay. more before we wrap the show up? One. Well, and I want to ask too. Let's hear your last one, then I want to have you look one up for me if you got it up. Will any touchdown be overturned by replay? Yes, plus oh. 200, no, minus 275. I think that's one. That, I like that number. I plus, you said plus go, 200. I like yeah, that. Jared's going yes. Boom, let's go. You can find all come those on, uh, on. different all the controversy. Yeah. Okay, do you have one open right now? Like uh, That you could tell me the, the coin toss. I saw yeah. somewhere on Twitter, and I, I can't remember what sports book it was, but the number one bet with this sports book was – for tails, for tails to be. So I want to know what is the heads? What's the odds okay. for heads? And is it worth me getting in no, on? So it's, it's frankly, gonna... if there's one thing that I will generalize for my sports betting, go against what most of the public betting is thinking. If all the idiots on a 50-50 are saying tails, just inherently they're probably wrong. I get, I get that there's, oh, it's God. completely 50-50 chance and random, yeah, but if everyone's thinking yeah. it's tails, mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe we get plus money okay. then for, for heads, No, no, right? no, that's not the case. They're not moving the line because they know they're not trying to balance action, really. I mean, I don't think they've gotten that much money. You know, they're probably limiting it to low bets anyway, so they're not that exposed, but they're both going to be priced the same everywhere. Some websites are doing like a no vig, which is pretty cool. I do have some thoughts on the to- on the coin toss. You're not going to talk to anyone who's done more homework on the coin toss than me. Now, some of this is kind of silly, tongue in cheek, but I did some homework with one of my old partners who I went to school with because I heard another podcast that's really math oriented talking about why tails was the best one to call. So their theory as as like good mathematicians was this: usually on the commemorative coins heads has more things printed on it so it's going to be heavier so even though it's a small the tiniest of differences tails is actually the best choice because heads is more likely to as it's heavier be the bottom side right and it's like 0.002 percent but it is a real thing but so that's been the case like last like five super bowls so even though it's come up heads more than often tails has actually been mathematically the right side here's why that's wrong this year is because this specific coin, and dude, I did all this. I sent this to my buddy. He, he, he came up with the calculations and all this stuff. So what he found was, yes, there is technically more material printed on the head side this year again, but the only head side says LV11. Now, it's pretty thick, but it's in the middle. On the tail side, you have a Chiefs emblem on the top, Philadelphia Eagle on the, uh, emblem on the bottom, and some writing on the top and bottom. So even though technically there's more weight on the head side, it's not about the weight overall. It's about the weight distribution. And if you have weight on the outside of the coin, it's going to affect the spinning more and more. Isn't this hysterical? Isn't This is what the Super Bowl does to me. It brings out the most degenerate parts of my, my personality. And I'm just like, hey, so, you know, I don't want to say his name. He doesn't like that. But hey can you look into this for me i want to see what what extra weight on a coin will do (laughs) you know and i'm not looking for an edge i just thought it was interesting because i heard some people talk about it i wanted to do my own homework and i actually found that they're wrong this year because the bet if you're going on that analogy and that logic is because it's weighted differently this season actually heads would be the correct call this year because tails is more weighted disproportionately on the (laughs) all right we're on heads we're on heads and guys if you have not 
Yeah, if yeah, you if you, you want to get a chance to to dive in a little bit more, Tyler, I know you've done an awesome job on your show, Sports Betting Daily, uh, this whole last week or two, talking about prop bets for the Super Bowl. You know, the the mindset, the approach, some of the fun ones, some of the things to stay away from. If you want to get a little bit of a deeper dive, we obviously didn't touch on too much today. You want to get a deeper dive, go check out Tyler's show, Sports Betting Daily, or if you want to check out any of the other Woos Media shows, just type in Woos Media, W-O-O-Z-E Media on the on whatever player you're listening to now, but I highly recommend before you go make any Super Bowl bets, listen to Tyler's show because he gives some great advice, both in terms of fun, but also in taking it seriously and trying to make some good bets. Boom. So, Thanks Tyler, for having me on, man. Yeah, thank you again for salvaging what what could have been a lost oh, week. Boy. I think this was a good, fun show. Hey, next time I see you, buddy. We're going to be rolling the dice in Vegas, baby. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Next week, we'll have the whole crew back. We'll get a full show in again. Make sure, if you haven't already, go find us on Twitter, at Red Rock Sports 1. Make sure you subscribe, like, wherever you're listening to now. It helps us out a lot. We really appreciate it when you guys do that. And let's go. Let's go. It's Super Bowl week, baby. Let's go have some fun. Thanks for stopping by.